fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. That's what I'm talking about. It is a whatever Super Tuesday today. Welcome into the broadcast. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, right here on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio and TV plus live streaming and podcasting thereafter as well. Great to have you along for the ride today. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. We're going to jump right live in as they have just gone to the courtroom in Minneapolis to decide the ruling on the George Floyd case. And we'll see what that's all about as they make their decision a 10 and a half hours until they made their decision a record time really for a nationally uh, recognized and aware type of issue. So let's go there and see what they have to say. Count two. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count two. Third degree murder perpetrating an eminently dangerous act. Find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. Signed by jury four-person juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count three. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. Jury four-person 019. Members of the jury, I'm now going to ask you individually if these are your true and correct verdicts. Please respond yes or no. Juror number two, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number nine, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 19, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 27, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 44, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 52, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 55, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 79, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 85, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 89, is this your, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 91, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 92, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Are these your verdicts? So say you one, so say you all. Yes. 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 Members of the jury, I find that uh, the verdicts as read reflect the will of the jury and will be filed accordingly. I have to thank you on behalf of the people of the state of Minnesota for not only jury service, but heavy duty jury service. What I'm going to ask you to do now is to follow the deputy back into your usual room and I will join you in a few minutes to answer questions and to advise you further. So all rise for the jury. All right, there it is. So the jury made their decision. We came in right at the tail end of that as they were making that decision. Found guilty on all accounts, Derek Chauvin, as in the case of George Floyd's death, guilty on all of it. Now, uh, not unexpected, as we made the prediction yesterday, that that's exactly what was going to happen, because if they did not make that decision, it was going to be all hell breaking loose in Minneapolis with burning down of the city with many protesters. So this kind of appeases them. Whether that's what the actual verdict is based on due process, then that's cool. If not, then that's a serious issue in our court system, but that's exactly what they do. Um, now it looks like they may be uh, sentencing Derek, so let's jump back in for just a second. Four weeks. And we will also have a briefing on, after you get the PSI, 
six weeks from now and then eight weeks from now we will have sentencing. We'll get you the exact dates uh, in a scheduling order. Is there a motion on behalf of the state? Move to have the court uh, revoke the defendant's bail and remand him into custody uh, pending sentence. Bail is revoked, bond is discharged, and the defendant is remanded to the custody of the Hennepin County Sheriff. Anything further? All right. Thank you. All right, there it is. So uh, not only that, but no uh, idea for bail or opportunity for bail, and he's going to jail right now as they handcuff him and take him away. Uh, not unexpected. That's about what everybody was expecting, especially for 10 and a half hours that the jury made their decision, which is relatively a short amount of time for, I guess, these cases, for the nationally uh, known cases, the ones that people really pay attention to, and that everybody's waiting, then uh, I guess they usually take a lot of time to make sure they have all the details that they've thought everything through, but this was kind of a short, sweet, one-and-done deal, out and move on and be done with it, whether it's because of the the actual evidence. Again, I was not a juror, so I don't really know. I can't really say. I can only speculate based on the video that I've seen and some of the accounts that I've actually heard. And did he do something wrong? Absolutely, he did something wrong. Was it the cause of the death based on what was going on with the drugs that was in George Floyd's system and thereafter as well? I don't really know. I don't know. I wasn't there to be able to hear all the evidence. But I will say that um, being on all charges was not unexpected in this scenario because it would spur massive protests all over the country. Although I will say that I still think that we're going to see protests all over the nation because there were two outcomes here. Number one, he didn't get charged on every single account. And if he didn't get charged, not just on like one or two accounts, but on every single account, uh, uh, every single count of this, if he didn't get charged on every single one, there would be protests saying that, uh, and by protests I mean riots and burning down of the city and really across the entire nation, of saying that the system is oppressive and that it wouldn't be fair and therefore it's not legitimate and therefore we have the legitimate right to protest and riot and just burn down cities because hoorah. Uh, so that's one scenario. The other scenario now is we will probably see some protests and or riots across the nation because then this validates in some individuals' minds that there is police brutality that's just evident. And therefore, we get to continue to do this because, yeah, we may have caught one, but look at all the other ones that are going on. Uh, Maxine Waters has been one, obviously, that's been advocating for this very hard, saying that you need to step up your game. You need to step up those numbers a little bit with some of your protests and riots that are going on across the nation. You need to pump those up a little bit, be a little bit more violent, be a little bit more forceful, be a little bit more in the face. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, going forward as we uh, maybe get an appeal in this case or another shooting pops up in some way, shape, or form. Hey, welcome into the broadcast. It is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. And uh, perfect timing, I guess, for that one as we came on the air right at that exact same time. So we were able to air that live right here on the show. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, David Lipsky. He is the founder of OurFreedomBook.com. He'll be joining us talking about social media along with probably this a little bit as well. And high tax rates in New York. They're now surpassing the state of California on the highest tax rates in the nation on a statewide tax rate level. Yes, New York, in New York City specifically. So we'll talk about him as he's actually from New York and uh, what businesses are moving out of that area and how that's going to affect the economy in the New York City area. So we'll get into that a little bit. It is, by the way, 420 today, so happy 420 to you. Andy, what's 420? If you don't know what 420 is, then just, you know, roll with it. Just enjoy, and it's another holiday that some individuals enjoy. If you do celebrate it, then we're literally going to be on the air 420 Central Standard Time during 420 
on 420, and I'm sure that that's going to just increase our awareness and listenership all that much more because 420 apparently is some really big celebration for some individuals. But speaking of, by the way, there is a movement at the national level now where they're wanting to use 420 as a celebration and as a holiday to decriminalize the marijuana industry nationwide. And it's being led right now by the Democrats. Now it's somewhat surprising, somewhat not really surprising, and the fact that they're doing it because they've talked about it for a long time. But really the ones that have been advocating for it more so than anybody else have been libertarians and conservatives because, you know, get off my lawn. Just let me do my thing, and if that's what I want to do, that's what I want to do. If that's what you want to do, then all the power to you and leave me alone because I have the right to do so. So the Democrats trying to fit in, trying to be cool by wanting to decriminalize marijuana by next 420. According to CNBC, as Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer tried to reiterate his call to legalize the marijuana at the federal level, saying he hopes to see an end to the drugs prohibition by next year's 20, or 420. So if that happens or not, that would be very interesting to see whether they can make that happen or not. If it does happen, I would say that the industries that are in states right now that kind of have made it a uh, entertainment, I guess, or touristy thing for people to come in and spend money and how big those industries are, those are going to tank. And that bubble is going to burst now that it's going to be open for more states to actually accept it because the federal level won't be uh, coming down on it quite as hard or as harshly. So that would be really interesting to see what it does economically across the nation. But happy 420 to you for those that, and uh, personally, not the biggest thing for me. I'm not really into that, but all the power to everybody else that actually is. Um, but as you just heard, the big news, of course, today in the latest in what's trending right now. What's trending today is that Derek Chauvin did get charged on all accounts of what happened with George Floyd, and we'll see what the response is going to be uh, from that one. Not necessarily unexpected in any way, shape, or form. And now I do find it ironic that I was listening to the media prior to, I was listening specifically to ABC, and they make such a big ordeal. Apparently there's no other news that they can actually report on throughout the day with this issue because they've talked about it all day. They've had their reporters in Minneapolis all day talking about this issue, especially the last hour since I've turned it on. And they just don't care. They they were talking just to anybody that had the emotional connection, the emotional sob stories, which it's a sad deal, sure, but you're supposed to be news and journalism. And to me, news and journalism, you take the emotion out, and I just want to hear the raw data. But one thing they said was kind of intriguing to me, which included the jury. Now, we don't know the members of the jury, at least right now. Maybe we will at some point, and I'm sure we will at some point as that gets released to the public, and I'm sure we'll find a way to get that to the public in some way, shape, or form, because if, especially if they didn't charge him on all counts, then they would have come after them big time, big time. But right now, it's anonymous. Now, in a case where you're not supposed to bring racism, bring bigotry, obviously some people have those because just talking about race makes you a racist, but they don't see that because if you're white, then you're evil, and therefore that's not racist, and I'm not quite sure how that one works. But they try to break it up, and they show the demographics of the jury that made this decision that included five men, seven women, all ages between 20 to 60 years old. There were four black individuals, six white individuals, and two multiracial individuals. And the media had brought this up a few different times over the last half hour before they actually went to the court and made that decision. Uh, and now, we don't know any more details other than that, but they made that a really, really big deal, which, again, just bothers me, the fact that we have to be so descriptive and break down so much with 
the race and with the demographic and with the age and with the, the sex. And it bothers me because while we're supposed to be looking at something on whether it's actually racial or non-racial, I mean, I guess you need the different demographics, but I just wish uh, this is me just living in the pipe dream again. I just really wish that we could just get beyond that crap and we don't have to look at someone's race or age or, or gender or any way, shape or form in making a decision. Do you have good character? Did you do something wrong? Then let's judge you based on that. And if you did something wrong based on a hate crime, then uh, which I, I don't know if that was one of the charges or not. I didn't hear because we only got the last two when it was third degree murder and second degree murder. And they did charge him on those counts. I don't know what happened prior to that one as we kind of jumped in on the air, but I, I don't know if it was a hate crime that was included in there or not. That wouldn't make any sense to me with some of the other individuals that were there as well, that were in the police vehicle and that were other officers that were black as well. So the race thing wouldn't make any sense if they did get charged on a hate crime issue, but the murder case, it is what it is. It's what they do, but they made such a big deal about the jury being certain ages or certain color, skin color, because apparently that just makes a big decision, and it just bothers me. I can't wait. I cannot wait, and I'll never see it in my entire lifetime, but I cannot wait until we get to the point where we don't have to worry about someone's skin color to actually make basis decisions, because to me, it drives me absolutely nuts. And if you judge someone based on that skin color, that is racism. Even if it's a white person judging a black person, a black person judging a white person just for that skin color, that is by definition racism, even though the left side of the aisle tries to ignore that fact and tries to go about their days judging white people while saying they're not racist. We need to be open all across the board. All right, that's enough for that one. I don't like talking about that case because it's done, it's over. We already know what's going to happen, and it already did happen. We'll take a break. We'll shift gears a little bit. When we come back, the happiest nation in the world is it America. We'll see when we come back right here on The Voice Reason for a Super Tuesday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, 
Catch our special features and more. It's the Voice of Reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Super Tuesday. Great to have you for the ride, doing our thing the way we do each and every day, covering things apparently as they break right here. So that was kind of interesting, happening right as we go live on the air. Got to jump in and cover the majority of that one, so we appreciate that very much. And thank you for tuning in to us, uh, especially with things going on like that right now as well. 24 minutes past the hour. You can find us all over our social media. We do have the live stream up right now on Facebook. We do not on YouTube. We are still on our two-week ban on YouTube. That's cool. Also on OurFreedomBook.com, on Twitch.tv, on HoosierReason.com, at the website, on our Podbean live stream, and then, of course, our radio and TV affiliates all over the place. So thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, real quickly, before we wrap up this conversation, um, the looking at the CBS News out of Minnesota, they did come out with the actual official charges of Derek Chauvin. And it included three accounts, uh, one second degree unintentional murder, meaning the cause of death without intent by committing a felony. The second one, second degree manslaughter, causing death by unreasonable risk and third degree murder, meaning cause of death by an eminently dangerous act at showing a depraved mind. I completely agree with that one. Uh, there was a comment on social media, um, stop your lukewarm rhetoric, he's guilty, period. I mean, you're not on the court, so you can't make that decision based on the little video that you did see. I want to hear all the evidence, but obviously what he did was of not the right mind, obviously, as a police officer, because you just don't do that regardless, and especially with how many cops are there, you just don't do that. It's stupid, you just don't do that. Um, So that third degree, especially, I can definitely see that one. Third degree murder means cause of death by imminent dangerous act showing a depraved mind. As well, I had heard now you can't quote me on this one, but I had heard that during this entire court that he's just been very cold to a lot of it. So maybe he's just lacking some of that emotional connection to other human beings. I don't know. Again, I'm not there. I can't make the judgment. I'm just here to uh, third party observe. And now is there systematic racism in this nation? No, there's not. And there's plenty of obvious evidence that there is not any systematic racism in this nation. Are there instances of racism? Absolutely. And when those happen, we all need to come together and say, that's stupid. Let's make it stop. Because, again, the only way you're going to end racism, as we've said so many times on this program and so many other people have said it as well, you don't mention race. You do it. Now, luckily, there was no hate crime racial charge in this because that's not what happened. So that's just dumb uh, to try and say that it was a racist thing that did spur, by the way, the Black Lives Matter movement all over this nation about that. It wasn't a racially motivated type of killing in any way, shape or form. But the three charges are interesting for sure. And I can definitely see a lot of it just based on the little bit of knowledge that I actually know about this case. So what happens next? We have the hearing, uh, I guess we have the sentencing in the next eight weeks. He's going to be in jail for that, not allowed to get out on bail on that one. So uh, he's done for. I mean, Derek Chauvin is done for. I saw a comment as well on the social media. It's hard to be a cop because you are under scrutiny, which goes into the discussion of maybe body cams or you know a little bit different training. Here in the Wichita area, our actual police chief came from Minneapolis and was a police chief up there, I believe, or was involved with the force up there and even came out and made a national statement saying that, you know, that's not what we were trained to do, even while I was up on that same force that Derek Chauvin was. So what he did was completely out of the training mode because even as, you know, being a law enforcement agent up there, that's not what they were trained to do. 
So he obviously stepped away from his protocol and stepped away from his training to do that, which I don't know why again. So it's a sad situation. And with all of these shootings that happened, it's unfortunate circumstances because there were so many things. We're kind of now in the mode in this nation to where we just like to watch train wrecks happen. And I don't know why. I don't know why. We know it's coming. We see it happening. There's total ways to prevent it, but yet no one wants to take personal accountability when these things do happen. The latest shooting that happened where they say, well, you know, the cop, you know, thought it was a taser and it really wasn't a taser and it was a gun. It's all on her. And she's just a terrible, horrible human being because she should have known better because you put the taser on one side and the gun on the other side. That's just not the way the real world works. You're right. She should have grabbed the right thing instead of a firearm. At the same time, maybe you shouldn't resist arrest. Maybe you shouldn't you know, have a warrant out for your arrest because you didn't show up to court. There's so many just little things, personal responsibility from everybody involved in these situations that can totally prevent these scenarios from actually happening. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, you're all. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, trying to cram that 10 pounds reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time, as we are all over the place across the country, radio and TV, plus our live streaming and our podcasting thereafter, which we are growing on the podcasting. We are on every single of your favorite podcasting sites. doesn't really matter where you're at. You can always find us on there at The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, I want to shift gears a little bit. We've talked enough about the Derek Chauvin thing. Uh, The, I guess, sentencing will be in the next eight weeks, I guess, to decide exactly how much time he's going to take. So, uh, but we've, I mean, it is, there it is. Boom, it's done. It was not necessarily unexpected. Now we'll see what's going to happen thereafter. But until then, let's shift gears a little bit and see the latest in what's trending. What's trending today? And I'm excited to have this guy back on the program. It's been a little bit since we've had him on the show. And as you know, as we have all of our social media sites with Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Twitch and LinkedIn and our website at HoosierReason.com, we are also on OurFreedomBook.com, which you can find us at HoosierReason there. And you can find some great posts. And we're slowly transitioning things onto that one because we're still on our two-week ban on YouTube right now. Luckily, Facebook has kept us going for a little bit, but we're just going to have to start putting the videos on this one. And he's the founder of OurFreedomBook.com. Excited to have back on here Mr. Dave Lipsky with us here. Dave, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Andy, all good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, good. I'm, I'm very happy. A lot of good things are happening with the platforms. 
Our Freedom Book is booming really great. People are loving the live stream and the messengers and the great groups, and everyone's really like, I mean, the content's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, we have um, yeah, Our Freedom Bits, which is the alternate to Twitter, which is phenomenal. It's doing great. Um, you know, we got the alternate to YouTube. I heard you talking just now, which is the uh, Our Freedom Tube, which is a phenomenal product also, which you can do uploads and down, yeah, download any video you want. Everything we're doing is unbiased, uncensored. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take advantage and enjoy yourself. Yeah. You know, um, things are really going good. I actually have a meeting in the next five days. I'm going to be flying out to Minnesota. Uh, no names mentioned. Um, and uh, we're going to be growing probably in the next two months extremely very quick. Cool. I love it. I love it. Now, I did see, I and now I didn't notice this before on the uh, cell phone app. Maybe it was there and I just missed it, but I see now at the top right-hand corner the live button where you can actually go live and start doing live streaming. Is that new or has that been there and I just missed it? Uh, is that the iOS or the Android? Uh, I got the iOS. Okay, so the iOS, the new one's coming out uh, within the next two weeks uh, because there was a glitch with that one. Uh, but, yes, we have live stream also. We have awesome. live stream on all the apps and on desktop, laptop. You have a live stream through and through. Absolutely. Fantastic. And that's, like, a great thing. People are loving that because, you know, they're like, oh, Facebook's don't want to have that. No way. No way. I went all out. <laughs> Did it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Give absolutely. everyone what they deserve. You know, what they want, what the American people need. And oh. that's what it's all about. Yeah. Allowing people to actually have uh, have a platform and not be censored. Like I said, I mean, we're on a two-week suspension. We're on strike number two of three on YouTube because, you know, we talk about COVID and, and masks and, and vaccines and stuff, and they, you know, shut us down. So now uh, we're on a two-week ban on two strikes. And the third one, they're just going to cancel my account. So, oh, darn, what will I do without YouTube? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you know what, this is... There's other uh, um, areas out there also, don't get me wrong, you know, but I promote my product because, you know, it's free, sure. you know, and we don't do ads and we don't mine information and we don't sell personal information. Sure. That's the one of the biggest, biggest things about us, our company. Everything's self-funded. Yeah. Nope. I love um, it. I love, love it. to see, love to see, not, not, not to wish it upon you, but I hope you don't make those three strikes, but if you do, I'm right here for you. Well, I love 100%. it. No, and I've been trans transitioning little by little, getting more content onto our freedom book. I, I see that, uh, you know, you like and share a lot of the content, which we appreciate. I want to start, you know, eventually making kind of the, the sole stream source out there so people can kind of jump on and watch it that way. So I love it. And I love working with you guys over there at our freedom book. Uh, how is it still growing? Are you still getting more people signing up every day? Yeah, yeah. I got influencers also coming over now also. I've had quite a few influencers coming over from Instagram now also, setting up accounts right now and moving people slowly. They're doing it right now. Um, I also have a couple of uh, uh, media companies that are on there right now too. I mean, we're already at the 260,000 or close to the 260 mark right now, so we're doing very good. You know, everything is done in increments. You know, we don't want to press or you know, force anybody. You know, sooner or later, you know, people will be there, you know. We're not going to be the only social media platform out there, but what we have to offer is nine platforms right. across the uh, uh, spectrum of the Internet. And in doing so, what we're doing is, is we're, we're creating a path to, to crush cancel culture and misinformation. And the more platforms that are out there will help do so, and I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, and we're doing well at it. Good. Um, we are. 
I love it. I love yeah, it. We're, t- we're talking with Dave Lipsky uh, with OurFreedomBook.com and all the other social media sites as well. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk about, I mean, being a business owner. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have your businesses, not just social media, because that's not even something that you did before. But now uh-huh. you've had these. You've had other businesses as well. But being from the New York area, we saw the story now. New York going to have kind of their new social experiment, the highest tax rates in the nation at a statewide and citywide level, even beating California. So, I mean, congratulations, I guess. New York kind of taking the top on that one to see it. Let's see how far we can raise those taxes before people end up leaving and just can't deal any longer. Uh, from coming from that area, I mean, what's your response? Are you seeing people just fed up and leaving New York City? Yes, I live out in the suburbs, and I have businesses out here. But I'm going to tell you, Andy, I was very fortunate to do this. I was very smart. So in the last two and three months, I said I'm getting out of New York. So I happened to put all my properties up. And they all sold. Wow. I put a uh, business up. I sold. So um, I prepared. I purchased a nice piece out in Florida also, you know, in the West Palm area. Um, I'll stay here. I'll rent a place temporarily, you know, to have a place go back and forth till I commence and, you know, finalize everything. But uh, that's it. New York is, to me, is, is, is a sour grape. Uh, it used to be the big apple. Uh, now it's the sour grape. And rotted apple. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is that uh, once a new governor comes in, um, I believe Lee Zellman, if he makes it right, which I think he could, you know, you're talking a good solid four years to six years to see a change. That's how bad it is in New York, wow. Maine, Manhattan area in the five boroughs. You know, when the taxes go up, the property prices go down. We all know that, you know, um, and it actually puts the mom and pop stores in a bad position also, which is not good. I can imagine. You know. I remember the yeah, days when... Yeah, you know, but listen, majority of the Democrat states are... It's, it's, it's the all the blue states. Sure. Okay? All the blue states. Sorry. Yeah. It's just the, it's, it's, you know, there is no coincidences. <laughs> when you find a state, you find a city with high taxes, you find a state or a city that has high crime, and you're going to find it run by Democrats, which is, you know, I got that from another talk show host that I'm friends with, but that's exactly the truth, because that's exactly what they do. I mean, I remember, I'm 32 years old, so I'm a little bit younger, and I've never been to New York City. I've always wanted to go to New York City, but I remember the times when Rudy Giuliani was there during 9-11, and guess what? Prior to that, I mean, crime was low, and the taxes were low, and, and I mean, New York City thrived, and everybody loved it. It was, as you mentioned, the Big Apple. We got to go and see the coolest shows and go see the coolest things and the Empire State Building and everything else that's there in New York City. I still want to go to New York, but right now I have no interest in going right now until things well, kind of uh, get on the right track. Yeah, the, the interesting thing is that you use that little word that's three three letters and it was. Yeah. It's a very big explanation for what's going on. You know, it's sad. And remember, the taxes go up because they want us to be able to pay for the inhabited buildings which is okay, I understand that, but they also want us to pay for the homeless. They also want us to pay for the, uh, you know, it goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not going to, you know, we, we've already, it's close to 600,000 to 700, it's almost 600-something thousand that's already moved out of New York, okay? And uh, and, that, and the, the interesting thing is, is that's in the five boroughs to Manhattan. Sure. So a big, let me, let me, let me kind of uh, explain this. It's not that it's Republicans or conservatives that moved out. It's a big majority of Democrats that moved out. Oh. So what will happen is when they're polling, we're going to be a very much bigger majority in voting. Because Long Island was very big. It's all red. We're all red in Long Island. We have upstate very, very uh, uh, a good three-quarters of the upstate area is very red. 
And, you know, and there's only a little portion of the five boroughs that's red. Sure. So we definitely, it's a landslide on this, no matter what now. That so would be really It'll nice. turn out good. It'll turn out good, but it's going to take, again, six to, you know, I, I, I say six years. Mm. And I certainly don't want to be coming back to New York in six years. I, I really don't, wouldn't care anymore. I've yeah. been here all my life, you know, and I, and I hate to say it. I'm, I'm a red-blooded New Yorker. And, you know, the reason why I hate to say it is because I would miss it. But it ain't like it used to be. It's always been a roller coaster ride, but this time the uh, rail's broken. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get it fixed. Now the big question is, uh, I don't. Uh, what is it? The Bronx area that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez that she represents. Is there any oh. chance of getting her out of office, or is that just too blue? It ain't going to do anything. Well, you know what's interesting is that uh, it's a very limited. How can I use? Let me use. Yeah, yeah. That's she's going to probably be stuck there for a little bit. You know, it's that area, but I believe that once the Republican conservative voices get out there and get into play when we're in play, she ain't going to last long. Mm. She will not. And listen, a lot of people recognize right now what's happening. It's, it's forefront. It's right in front of you now. It's no longer, you know, coming out in increments. Yeah. They dropped right in front of you, and you got to be blind not to see any of this happening. Sure. So, you know, when the fuel costs have been beautiful for the last four years, and now they're doubled. <laughs> Your taxes are going up. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, all right, I'll give it to the homeless that don't care they don't drive. All right. But the ones that drive are going to work every day, no matter what party you're in, you definitely see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, come on. Well, I would have thought the Amazon thing would have been the deal breaker for her, but she got so much money from outside of her district to come in to kind of front her that I, I still wonder why people believe in, you know. I am told this is a garbage disposal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that got into an elected seat there. <laughs> Dave Lipsky, ourfreedombook.com. Well, uh, we got about 20 seconds. Go for it. Hey, come visit all our platforms at ourfreedommg.com. Ooh. Ourfreedommg.com. You'll see all our platforms that are coming out and that are out. Come sign up and enjoy, man. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate it, buddy. It's always good to talk to you. Dave, we'll get you back on the show again here real soon. Dave Lipsky with Our Freedom Book, Our Freedom MG. You can see all the different sites, all the different social media platforms they have, and they're growing exponentially every single day. We love them. We'll get back on here real soon. All right, we'll take a break. Wrap up the show today for a Tuesday. Stay here on The Voice Voice of of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. 
helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a post-Monday celebration, the Super Tuesday, doing what we do each and every day, advancing conservatism the way we know how to do so, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time. Thanks again to Dave Lipsky coming on the program. Highly encourage you, if you get an opportunity, go to ourfreedombook.com. Ourfreedombook.com, kind of like a Facebook, but it's like not censorship. So you can actually get on there. You can link up with us. You can find us on there at Who's Your Reason. You can link up with other great people. We're going to start doing some streaming. I'm working on trying to get the streaming up and going on that site, which is cool. Uh, I was not aware that they had a live feed. Now, I use a program called um, Restream that allows me to go to all the different platforms. And right now, they're not an option on there, so I'm trying to work on ways that we can do that. Or whether we just go solely onto Our Freedom Book and don't worry about Facebook or anything. I'd like to stay on Twitch though, if possible, until they boot me off there too. Who knows? But uh, I'd, I'd one of these days we'll figure out the best system to get all this so that way we're in the safe territories where we're not going to be worried about getting booted off and actually have some decent amount of reach. So we're growing it. You can always check it out and you can see our links to all of our social media sites on the website at whosyourreason.com. And we appreciate Dave coming on the program. Great guy. And as their media platform expands by leaps and bounds every single day. As we wrap up today, I had a whole laundry list of things I wanted to talk about today, but the uh, Derek Chauvin and George Floyd case kind of overrun that, which is cool. That's all right, because obviously it's a big issue and people want to talk about that one. And I can see it with some of the emails and some of the messages that I'm getting in on social media as well. But the more I think about it, I, I really stopped to think about how politics has evolved over the last few years in good ways and in bad ways. In a good way, there was a story that I wanted to mention today about George W. Bush had done an interview just a day or so ago talking about the Republican Party, really focusing on the immigration thing. That's what the media was playing about, uh, how he was like, we need to enforce laws, but we also need to remember about the immigrant and the, what built this nation and whatever. That's what he did. So then I started to think, like, wow, the Republican Party really has evolved and changed quite a bit since the George W. Bush era. And we kind of go on these cycles as the Republican Party that we are, that we kind of repeat ourselves in a good way and in a bad way. I mean, if you remember all the way back in the 80s, Ronald Reagan was really the conservative movement of against the establishment. The party did not like Ronald Reagan. He kind of won outside of the party, and the party had to forcefully endorse him, but didn't really want to. They begrudgingly had to do so as he got the nomination and kind of pushed behind. And then look what happened. He won with 48, 49 states in his reelection. Then we started to soften up a little bit with George H.W. Bush. That was his VP that won thereafter. That was back to the moderate, mainstream, whatever the Republican Party wanted at that time. Then we went into the Romney era, era that was even worse than that. 
because he was extremely moderate. He tried to play off as a conservative, but he was lying through his teeth when he did so. Then we went to the John McCain of, or no, I'm sorry, that was backwards. The John McCain, my friends, my friends were in a straight talk express. And that was kind of the, hey, we're going to do the same thing as George W. Bush, but we're just going to have a different name behind it. That was the mainstream, middle of the road, moderate type of Republican. Then Romney, that was the fake, I am going to pretend to be conservative, but really not conservative Republican that lost dramatically. And then what happened? We went back to revert back to the outside of the norm, outside of the mainstream, outside of the moderate, whatever the Republican Party wanted for a Donald Trump. And we won big in that election. And then you can talk about what you want to with this last election. But Donald Trump's still extremely popular, still has an 80 to 90 percent approval rating among Republicans. We've gone through this cycle. Then I try to tie it into the George Floyd issue right now in the race relations where under Barack Obama, obviously, race relations got extremely worse across the nation. And we say, wait a second, like in the regular America and Joe Schmo regular America, you and I, we're just hanging out. We get along. It's cool. We don't have to worry about things. The media started hyping up this Black Lives Matter movement. The media started really uh, antagonizing. The media and the politicians, they really started honing in on this race thing by making it an issue. Therefore, it was an issue. Kind of that philosophical, I thought, therefore I was. If it's racist and I say it's racist, therefore it is. They've created a scenario of that, and it's only gotten worse over time. Donald Trump did not create that. They're the ones that despised Donald Trump, even though not even doing anything racist. But that's what they created. That's the environment they've created. Now we're to the point to where if anything happens and the people involved are a different skin color, it's automatically a hate crime and automatically racist. How politics has evolved oh so much over these last few years from the time of 9-11 when we all put American flags out and said we love this country we love first responders we love law enforcement to now everybody's terrible everybody's racist and we have literal elected officials like Rashida Tlaib out there saying we need to ban all law enforcement and get rid of them oh how 20 years has actually made a difference it's kind of scary we've had some good things We've also had some bad things. That does it for us today. Podcast going up in just a little bit. Back at it tomorrow. We'll shift gears and talk about the stock market, doggy coin, digital currency, all that good jazz. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a great Tuesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.